Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Tita Green Golf Podcast. Really excited to bring to you an episode today that is both unique and inspiring in the content and the conversation that we will share. Having moved from Chicago, Illinois to Atlanta, Georgia, uh, I had the opportunity to interact with a number of golfers. And one thing that I learned shortly thereafter is that golf groups were more than just three or four guys that were getting together every Saturday and enjoying a sport that was our common interest. Where Atlanta is really unique is that there is a plethora of golf groups in metropolitan Atlanta that span across the eight-county area. And so today, we're going to talk to George Fleming. George is president of Brothers on Par, who will celebrate their 10th year in existence. And so we'll dive deeper into why this is so unique here in Metro Atlanta. What was the inspiration behind going from four guys who played every Saturday to becoming a visionary and establishing a golf group that not only went from four guys, but went to uh, a group that has bylaws and, and an extended chapter. So we'll get into this and really understand the value, the purpose, and hopefully inspire you and your community to do something similar. Without further ado, let's introduce our guest and have him tell a little bit about himself. George, welcome to the TD Green Golf Podcast family. Excited to have you this afternoon. Thank you, Victor. Thank you. I am privileged to be here. Thank you for the for the invite. Uh, this is exciting, man. This is uh, what we've been looking for, something that attends to the black golfer in the Atlanta metro area. We're just excited to be on here, man. So uh, Brothers on Par, that's who we are. So we created this group uh, a little while ago, and uh, it has a multifaceted of interest from other guys and We've been in existence 10 years, and uh, I'll let you drive these questions and ask me what we're going and how we became a, a golf group, and uh, I'm excited about this. Let's talk about it. Yeah, excellent. Well, first and foremost, let's uh, let's just introduce to the audience, as we've done, and if I'm correct, BOP mm -hmm. is celebrating its 10th year. Um, talk to us about the evolution from the early days of Four Brothers passionately playing golf to the 10th year. Yeah. So, um, you know, we were all bitten by, by the, by the golf bug. So I've been playing golf over 20 years. Um, initially I got into golf from a, a corporate golf scramble. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, 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 the first ball I hit correctly, I got bit by the bug. <laughs> right. right. Uh, moving forward, I'm also from the Midwest. I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan, mm -hmm. and uh, down in Atlanta now where we can play golf almost nine, ten months of the year. So, Correct. Uh, me and uh, two or three of my other buddies, Kadar, uh, Josie, and and Rob, and a, uh, another two or three guys, we would play so consistently that luck had it as we would play, we would always pick up a new a black guy, another right. brother that was right. out playing with us, you know. Right. So we began to form uh, this group, and we one day said, man, we're all getting together playing. Let's, let's, let's come up with a name, right, before mm -hmm. we formalized Brothers on Par as an actual organization. So 
everyone started to bring uh, other like-minded golfers in, mm -hmm. right? Guys that wanted to network, guys that wanted to have fun, mm -hmm. guys that wanted to uh, have a fraternal bond under the auspices of golf, right? And that's what we did. So 10 years ago, we started, and uh, we've been moving ever since. Yeah, that's good. And, and I know that we'll dive deeper into it, but one of the things that uh, I want to put a push pin in and we'll talk about later mm -hmm. is the like mindedness. Yes. And so, again, for me and what my experience has been thus far is that is a unique element um, to the traditional approach, whether it be Atlanta, San Diego or parts beyond where a group of individuals just get together. Mm -hmm. I think that there's some like-mindedness um, on a functional level, but I think this is very deep and much deeper. Yes. So we'll talk about that and put a push pin, push pin on that. Cool. Uh, the size of B BOP today, talk to us a little bit about that. And, and then how has the club grown locally? And, and to my surprise, it's not just in Metro Atlanta. So dive a little Correct. bit into Correct. that. So uh, as we grew, man, we, we began to take on brothers from all facets of life. We started with, again, that four or five guys as the, as the nucleus to brothers on par. Mm -hmm. We are now about uh, about 100 guys, right? Nice. Give or take. We nice. were a little, little larger, but we had some reorganizations going mm -hmm. on, as every group will do, <laughs> right? <laughs> so so we had some reorganization going on in, in the group, but, but we were still strong and we're we still are growing. We're like yourself. Mm -hmm. I was uh, a pleasure to meet you on the mm -hmm. Deuce tour. Yep. You came in and met like like brothers, right. fraternity brothers right. of yours. Right. Everything right. we just run the gamut, right? So everything BLP is a one stop shop, right? From from relationships to uh, networking, job opportunities. We do so much more than play golf. So that's what a actually galvanizes us as a strong club in Metro Atlanta. You know, so I I'm proud of it, and I'm I'm just looking forward to even growing the club more this year. Yeah. And, and again, just to stay on that theme, one of the things that you shared with me that I learned is that there's a chapter in Atlanta yes. that you've nurtured in our facilitating growth. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that, the thought behind it and, and, and really the impact of the brand going beyond um, really where its essence and its roots are. Absolutely. So the uh, second chapter, our sister chapter is in Birmingham, Alabama. Beautiful. And uh, the way the story goes is being from Detroit, I actually moved with my mother to Birmingham as a teenager, okay. 15 years old. So I finished high school and college in, in Alabama. Okay. So I have a lot of really deep relationships in, in Alabama. So uh, as I grew and we began to grow Brothers on Par Metro Atlanta, we would take a trip to Birmingham for Robert Trent Jones once yep. a year. Yep. And we would, I would include the guys that I grew up with over there. And I said, you know what, let's do a chapter over here. So I appointed Tim Douglas as the Birmingham chapter president over nice. there. So we have two thriving chapters. They come over here. We go over there. Mm. Uh, we'll, we'll get together. We'll travel and travel and open our seasons mm. in Myrtle mm. beach. You mm -hmm. know, we hadn't did an official kickoff this year, but we're mm -hmm. still looking at taking the group, uh, down the, down to Tampa this year okay. and, and playing there. So, you know, we're, we're just trying to grow both of the groups. I mean, we, again, we galvanize around golf, having great ideas, smoking cigars, drinking right. great bourbon, right. all that type type of stuff, and always being there for one another. So it's 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 really fun, man. Well, and I think to the audience, there's so much that's authentic about what George and Kadar and that founding group have done, and and as 
has been the case with with me. I like to put um, put push pins on specific areas in the midst of of the podcast. And so I think here to the community, George has talked about relationships and we do a really, really good job of building relationships. But in this case, George has taken the relationships and expanded them into non-traditional areas of our community and is still building. So as the audience listens, uh, Take a note of that and, and and really revisit that and think about what's happening in your own community. And there's certainly more to come. And George will expand on that. But I uh, just wanted to use a quick moment to uh, to shout out the impact of relationships. So from Birmingham, um, aside from golf, one of the things that you touched on earlier is the uniqueness in members that are also uniquely diverse and distinct in their interests. And so talk about that dynamic and, 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 and it's added to the membership. So we talk about networking yes. and fellowship. Yes. And so, so build on who these members are yeah. off of the 18 old. Absolutely. That, that is the strength of the club, right? That is mm-hmm. where I hang my hat at bringing the diverse group of brothers together, right? Mm-hmm. There's guys as better golfers than I am, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm a galvanizing point to bring symmetry to a bunch of get different guys nice. to have a portal or database of people that can be resources in life, right? Mm-hmm. So golf is a, an adjacent game to life. Mm-hmm. Golf is life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The more you put into golf, the more you get out of it. The more you put it in life, the more you get out of it. So I, I've took my time. We've taken our time to vet folk real caref- carefully, nice. right? Within vetting people real carefully, we have um, uh, Terrell Patton. He's the KW uh managing broker he has 240 agents yep so you can sell a house anytime you want <laughs> right. right you can be on the right. golf course and you can get information on how to best move your house right right <laughs> i have uh, john lewis is a state farm he owns state farm mm-hmm. right if you need insurance we have tony henderson he uh he's a finance guy mm-hmm. right so many different guys out there ray buchanan plays with us else mm-hmm. uh ex-falcons guy right mm-hmm. so Kadar, he mm-hmm. owns a private security firm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm a cybersecurity guy with mm-hmm. 30 years of technology. So, we we bring all of uh, of these talents together that's in our golf community, and we expand that outside of the horizons of golf to ensure that we have something to fall back on because this has traditionally be, been done in other races and groups, right? So that's the thing that I focus on most. I love our guys. I love the guys that have grown in golf, right? I've, I've When we started this group, some of these guys, when Kadar started, you know, we all shot in the hundreds and nineties. Mm-hmm. I mean, any day he wants, he shoots a 73, that's 74, correct. 75, right? Yeah. So it, it's it's amazing to see his golf game go forward like that. And, and, and he become great at what he does on the, on the course, but our relationship outside of that, right? He can call me for anything. Yep. I can call him for anything. Yep. And I have a plethora of guys within this golf group that we can call and reach out for anything. Right. So that's really the strength of it. That's where I'm focused at. That's why I become became the president of Brothers on Par, not because I was the best golfer. We have a rules guy, uh, mm-hmm. Derwin Owens. You can ask him any rule <laughs> that there is. You know, sometimes we argue, we get back to the Absolutely. clubhouse. We're going to bring this up with Derwin, <laughs> see what he says. So that we have we have everything in that group, man. It was just a blessing how we galvanized and so many talented folk came from yep. the outside. You know, Carl Mackey, he's one of my yeah. great friends. And, 
yeah. know, he has it's just so many resources, man. And and we're grateful for that. And that's what I try to continue to build. When yeah. I met you, I said, this is a guy that is a building block to what we already have going. And inside of Victor, there's a hundred other Victors. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Right? And, and, you know, it just within the, the response there, gee, there's there's iron sharpens iron, it right? Does. You know, and, and so I, I have come to know Kadar um, as a person, but also as a playing partner. And, mm-hmm. and we had a number of times that we played with him last summer. When you think about someone who has gone from, as you mentioned, the hundreds, you know, we know Kadar is actively involved, as are you, yeah. in the Golf Week Amateur Tour. And, mm-hmm. and clearly Kadar has, has, has elevated the level of his game and is being featured there. So it's a case of iron sharpening Absolutely. iron again. I think the other thing that is impressive about BOP is you as a galvanizing magnet are also bringing families, more specifically couples together. Mm -hmm. And I know that you've been really good about showcasing that. Can you talk about BOP has really expanded relationships beyond brothers into their households and their significant others and how you've built this community that way as well? Oh, absolutely. We, um, We try to involve our significant others or whoever, that's in our life because golf actually takes a lot of time Absolutely. from from home sometimes Absolutely. when you're when you're golfers like we are right mm-hmm. so we have events that we have on monthly basis or quarterly basis that brings the family together where we can now build a relationship not only with our brother golfers right we can understand who the dynamics of this family is right we can be there to support that family we can be there to actually say he was actually golfing <laughs> right. <laughs> right so right. so we so that. we do that in 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 what that does does is that builds more uh, trust in the brotherhood of golf, right? Mm-hmm. When when uh, your spouse or whoever can see that these guys actually support each other in other ways. We have conversations mm-hmm. just not joking on each other's golf game. We mm-hmm. may have counseling sessions mm-hmm. on the golf course, and that, mm-hmm. that one great idea or great experience that I've had in a certain situation, you hear it, Victor, you go back home and make it applicable to your life, mm-hmm. right? Now you have a win. We have a win even if we lost on the course, Correct. right? We have a win at home. So we, we try to make it holistic, right? We're even looking at uh, branching out to ensuring our kids understand golf, you know, where there's a dynamic between playing golf versus basketball versus mm-hmm. football. Mm-hmm. While those are wonderful sports to play, but there are a lot of scholarships for golf, Absolutely. for African-Americans, for minorities. So you have to take advantage of that. And when you think wide scale and you, you, you become flexible in thought and dynamic in thought, you're looking forward and you playing chess and not checkers with these things called golf, this thing called golf. Yeah. And so to the community, as you all uh, invest in this episode, I think that George's answer um, there, this portion of the podcast is certainly worth um, revisiting and, and really spending some time to meditate on. Because again, it's, it's more than just four, four and a half hours being on the golf course. It's expanding to life. And in many ways, BOP is creating a legacy by now extending this pathway to children and maybe friends of children 
vision or however they can continue to build this community. And so for many of us who are in the business community, we understand the value of succession and the success of succession. And so clearly BOP is leveraging what started as four or five golfers and continues to expand and evolve and is focused on the next generation. So that's um, really, really good information. And again, I do hope that wherever you are, you put a thumbtack on that, uh, along with the other point that we made earlier uh, during this episode. George, you talked about events. And so it's a great segue and and really want to dive into that. Um, I know, and I talked about the Golf Week AM Tour. I know yeah. that you and Kadar are actively involved in that. Kadar reached out to me and has gotten me involved in that. Yes. So I know that is a core part of BOP. Mm-hmm. But I know that there are some tournaments. I know sure. that Juneteenth and maybe there are some other things that um, that I may not yet be aware of. Can you give the the community, the T to Green community, um, can you expand on BOP's activity um, in these areas mm-hmm. and how that continues to drive the brand and the proficiency of the BOP golf members. Sure, sure. You first mentioned uh, Golf Weekly. I'm, I'm so invested in pushing our guys to that, right? Not that we can't organize our our own events on a weekly basis, but this gives you a holistic view of golf, right? Mm -hmm. The rules, the regulations, what should be in place. You can't play without a handicap, right? You got to have all these things. So these are the things that we want to drive home. So all of our players can have this understanding that these are the, these things have to be in your golf tool belt, right? I'm so proud of the guys that's in golf weekly from brothers on par. They have won in every category, Yes, right? Uh, Just this week, (laughs) Rick Rackley back to back, Back yes. wins, right? Tony Henderson won. He And it's so funny because Tony Henderson keeps saying, you know, I'm 14th in the nation. <laughs> and we say in the nation of golf amateur <laughs> weekly. Right, right, right. 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 But, but John Lewis, uh, Spencer, a lot of these guys, Carl Mackey, they mm-hmm. are going in representing BOP in a nationwide golf amateur tournament. Yes. It feels great to see these guys at the end of a, a tournament, even if I didn't play in it, holding up these trophies. Yeah, and when two or three of them win trophies in one weekend, I'm like, man, that's amazing. Right. So that's one aspect of golf weekly, but Juneteenth is an event that myself, Joe and uh, Tony Henderson, we do it aside from Brothers on Par, but Brothers Brothers on Par support it. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, The way Juneteenth came about is uh, Kadar actually came to me and said, hey, George, you know, brother uh, Bears Best has uh, uh, open space in two weeks for an event. Mm. Some guys canceled. Let's mm. try something, right? I say, well, what are we going to try? He say, Juneteenth is coming up. Let's let's try to put a Juneteenth tournament together. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the first Juneteenth tournament that I've heard of in Metro Atlanta to the size that we have done it. Correct. We had a two week window uh, to get this pulled off, Victor. We had 109 golfers show up. We had the world long drive hitter come from Tampa. Tampa. We had we had all sor- sorts of folks flying in from Chicago. This is a two-week window, right? So this was our first year. This was our inaugural year, right? We did 109 golfers, and, and that's an amazing event. This year is our fourth year. We have expanded on June 10th, Juneteenth. We've made it a three-day uh, event now. So there's yep. a, a first day where golfers meet and greet. You play golf. You kind of warm up. Uh, then this is where we got really exciting with it. On the next day, we have a white party, right? 
right? We have a white party, all at Bear's Best, invite only, you know, live music, catered food. We got cigar vendors there on the back. We got all this stuff there. And it's just an amazing thing to see the reaction because because last year was the first year that we actually added the uh, white party night. Okay. And so many people were like, man, this is such an amazing event because it's actually catering to golfers to Mm -hmm. a certain age group and you don't have to worry about any outside interferences mm-hmm. coming in and being, you know, divisive in nature to what's what's happening. So uh, Juneteenth has really taken off. It has a, 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 a mind and has roots of its own. And it's funny, uh, Kadar told me the other day, man, the Milton Group is already called and trying to get res- <laughs> <laughs> reserved for Juneteenth. And that's amazing when folks are thinking about you when you hadn't even started uh, doing promotions for your event. So it's it's just an amazing thing, and I, I'm starting to see Ju- Juneteenth pop up in Houston and yeah. Dallas yeah. and other places, and it's great. I I don't we don't feel like we own that. We right. we're we're happy to see it, the multiplicity of it, and the matriculation of it mm-hmm. throughout the golf world, especially for something like Juneteenth. Absolutely, right? yeah, absolutely. And so, not trying to put uh, put any more on your plate than already is around Juneteenth, but I can imagine when you think about a three day event that includes a white party, that includes networking, you know, it 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 triggers memories for you and I from Detroit <laughs> yeah. to Chicago, a good old block party, right? Yeah, so yeah, so so you might have some people after listening to this episode or maybe during the episode that are looking for hotels and, yeah. and trying to lock down absolutely. reservations and so on and so forth. So we'll we'll anticipate uh, Juneteenth and and maybe as we get closer we'll talk a little bit more about that sure. and, and have you back. The other thing that I know that you're intimately involved in, as am I, mm-hmm. which is really how we originally met, is the Deuce Am Tour. Absolutely, great friend of ours, yes. as you mentioned, fraternity brother of mine. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about the relationship between Ty, the Deuce Am Tour, George, yeah. and BOP, mm-hmm. and how BOP through and with in conjunction with Bears Best may be playing an integral role this year yeah. in bringing the AM tour to uh, to Atlanta. And I believe that's within a month right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's April 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Absolutely. So so let's 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 go into that a little bit about mm-hmm. you all's relationship there. You know, man, that was an amazing meeting mm-hmm. of Ty. He and mm-hmm. I we, we instantly galvanized. We instantly hit it off laughing, mm-hmm. joking, and I love what he's doing, right? Kenneth, Ty, those guys over at Deuce, man, they're some ph- phenomenal guys. I was actually, the introduction was actually made by Malik Davis. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, man, Ty is doing some awesome stuff. I mean, his apparel, the Deuce hats, yep. the Deuce, the Deuce uh, equipment that he has, and the tournament is bar none. I yes. mean, his tournament yes. is just like, wait a minute. Here. Yes. What, 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 what are you doing? You know, why are you making me look like I need to step my game up more, right? But, but they are doing amazing things, and Ty actually um, – calls me, I text him. And one of the, one of the galvanizing points again in our relationship was Ty's son just went off to Howard Mm -hmm. and, uh, he's like, George, what, you know, what, what is it that he should really, you know, kind of focus on? He wants to do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. So I said, man, cybersecurity is Mm -hmm. a really huge field. 
hypothetically, we have a million seats and we only have 300 bodies sitting mm-hmm. in those seats, right? So we need to mm-hmm. fill those seats and it's lucrative, mm-hmm. right? It's never going anywhere because everything is mm-hmm. internet driven. Everything is cyber driven, right? Mm-hmm. So he'll always have a, have, have a, have a, uh, a job, a career. So I had the opportunity to talk to Deuce, little, little Ty, mm-hmm. and, and we talked. I was, I remember I was driving to Alabama and he was so, uh, inquisitive in questions, and I was impressed by that because he wanted to actually pick my brain. Right, right. So um, that's that's a, a a point where Ty and I really uh, became friends and understood that again, it's bigger than golf. Absolutely. How do we impact our next generation? How Absolutely. do we impact our children? How do we hand the gift and the blessings down that we've been able to walk into to the next generation? So that seed continues to grow. Yes. Right. So, uh, that, that would do, and again, meeting you there, mm-hmm. I mean, that tournament, you know, uh, Kenneth Bernie called me, uh, the night before he's like, George, you coming to the tournament tomorrow? I said, I'm canceling three meetings right now. <laughs> All right. So it's like 1159. <laughs> I actually registered for the tournament and man, I'm so glad that I actually got to come and play in that tournament because it gave me a different perspective yeah. on things that I could do better. Yes. Right. So this yeah. year, um, I know April 23rd, uh, the deuce tour will be at bears best bears best is my home course. Yes. Right. So we, I know the course very well. Uh, I, Ty texted me the other day. It's like, gee, have you signed up yet? I said, man, I'm trying to make sure I can get there because ironically, my son is running, running track at Alabama yes. and he just yes. made the Alabama football team. Yes. We saw right. That. Yeah. So, so a day is on 422. So I got to see if I can adjust my calendar to get back for early tea time on 423. Right. right. And if I can, I, I'm going to be there, but I will have representatives there from BOP that's going to go in there and it's, it's, it's just going to be a fun time for them, man. So if you're listening, get on board to the Deuce Am tour that's happening at Bears Best on 423. Great people over there. Great guys. Amazing guys. Amazing tournament amazing gifts and prizes. I hadn't seen many prizes like that. You know, I was thinking like, man, I sure hope I win one of those prizes. Yeah. But nah, yeah. I didn't. But yeah. it's okay. But just just the fellowship. Yeah, exactly. Was amazing. Exactly. And and again, for the listeners out there in the Tita Green Golf Podcast community, we encourage you to follow Deuce Am Tour, Deuce Amateur Tour, and it is likely coming to your city or in proximity to where you live, but certainly follow Deuce Am Tour, and as George shared, if you are in Metro Atlanta, the weekend of April 21st, uh, 22nd, 23rd, the tournament is on the 23rd, then please register in support of Deuce Am Tour, which is owned, operated, driven, founded, um, so on and so forth by one of our very own, uh, one that looks like us, one that enjoys like we do, um, and one that is really making waves in this industry that for so long didn't allow us to even get to the front door. So we thank uh, George and BOP, and we look forward to Ty being in Metro Atlanta um, next month. Uh, kind, kind of moving on, you know, as you consider the next few years, and certainly you've gone from um, 10 years ago and, 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 and really began to build the seeds over a four-year period. You incorporated four years thereafter or six years ago. You have a chapter in Birmingham. What's ahead? 
what's the next few years look like? I can't imagine yeah. that you're comfortable with status quo when the environment mm-hmm. for us is is really kind of opening up, mm-hmm. um, opening up at the presence of you and BOP at Ty. Um, it's it's opening up. Yeah. What do you see for BOP going forward? I, I see other chapters. I um, I have friends in Virginia that mm-hmm. are, are golfers. I'm mm-hmm. looking to establish a chapter there. They're mm-hmm. telling me to come, man, come here and let's see what the uh, what the blueprint looks like, mm-hmm. what's, what what the roadmap looks like, and let's get a established chapter there. We're trying to do something in Florida as well, so nice. we can always have somewhere to land yes. and mix the golf up, right? So. So that's that's really what we're doing. Uh, one of the biggest things that we've always targeted is trying to create a scholarship in the name of BLP, right? So a lot of our 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 efforts are to get that established, right? So awesome. everybody has a heart for that, and that and that 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 shows when you have amazing members, right? Mm-hmm. Because they brought it to me. It's like George, what we're doing, let's create a scholarship for mm-hmm. somebody. Let's mm-hmm. let's put a kid that's in golf, right? First T program. Mm-hmm. Let's let's do something to move them forward, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the biggest thing that I have on my agenda now is to see how we could actually fund and make sure we make 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 it make sense for uh, African American kid that's going to school playing golf. I have no doubt that that'll come to fruition and, yeah. and that it'll excel just as uh, just as BOP has, which is which is really interesting. And again, I, I want to back up just a little bit on a point that that George made moments ago and as he was talking about his conversation with Ty it it made me think about another spoke of this legacy and so we know that there are a number of uh, first tee programs in many metropolitan areas throughout the U.S. But what we have here is someone who indirectly is affecting a youth, um, an African-American male who is at an HBCU in a way that is indirect from the first tee. And so I want to make sure that the community understands that your impact in the sport of golf doesn't have to be directly tied to the first tee program. It certainly could be through your influence formal group as it is today, your formal group as it may be tomorrow, and understanding that there are children that are looking at us every step of the way who need, who desire, who want that counsel and guidance um, as they begin the path of walking what we have already walked. And so don't want the community to lose that moment. Uh, and how George is continuing to sow into uh, this next generation of professionals and ultimately golfers. Um, as we think about the community, those that are out there, those that will be listening to this, those that are intrigued and inspired by the work that you've done, mm-hmm. um, the Tee to Green Golf listeners, what advice would you share with someone, male or female in this case? Because we know mm-hmm. we have a lot of uh, sisters that are playing Absolutely. golf as well. What advice would you give them if they were curious about how do we start this club? How do we do this? Yeah, yeah. So uh, due to trial and error, we we learned that we would need a board, right? So when you mm. recognize that you have a growing group, right, when you have guys or, and girls that are like-minded, you need to form something 
that gives structure, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're dealing with a lot of corporate uh, persons that work in corporate America, business owners, and so forth and so on. So they're used to structure, Mm -hmm. right? So that's the first thing that you have to do, right? So I've, I've built businesses personally, so I understood the process of writing bylaws and mm-hmm. and all of that. So when mm-hmm. we did an elect an election for it, it, just because I was one of the founding members, that did not automatically make me the president of Brothers on Par. We actually did an open election, right? Nice for officers, right? Um, and and. I'm my only child and I always say God has given me the gift of people, mm-hmm. right? So I have the ability to bring people together. I can uh, like, like Christ be uh, all things, to all <laughs> right. me, right? right? So I've learned to do that. So that soft skill allowed me to become the president of BOP and bring some of the judicial processes and understandings that I have from various places in life, right? Mm-hmm. So we created structure. That's my advice. Create structure first because you have people that don't want to be involved in things that's not structured properly. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about doing it and you want to be serious about it and you at some point can get sponsorship or things like that, you're going to have to have structure in place if you're serious, right? Because once your group grows so large, now you go to a golf course and they're they're either wanting you to be there or not wanting you to be mm-hmm. there, right? So when we go mm-hmm. in, we ensure that we book our tee times two weeks out. We have guys that take care of that, our secretary and our treasurer, they, they, they handle that type of stuff and they negotiate things for us. On, on the front end, and when we come in, everything's set up for us. So the more structure you have in place is uh, what I would say would be the biggest thing uh, that you should have for golf groups going forward. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, <clears throat> is it is it safe to suggest that Bears Best is viewed as a home course for BOP? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And so I think that's another important point for our listeners is the relationship that George has built, George and BOP has built with Bears Best, which is in uh, North Metro Atlanta, um, one of the metros uh, more attractive and playable and challenging courses um, that has also helped them become who they are and continue to have the impact and penetration in this community that they do. So we talked about judicial process. We talked about like-minded people. We talked about the value and importance of structure, um, but also it's important to have a relationship with the golf course because ultimately that's where you're bringing it to and building it around. Yeah. And Kadar is actually, he led that charge, right? Okay. He has that, he has that charge and, he actually uh, has a relationship with uh, Bears Best and a number other of Club Corp GMs, right? Mm-hmm. Which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And that relationships, I'll give you a quick uh, example of how relationships work in golf, right? Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I call her my niece, Haley Fisher, right? She's been in the first tee program. She just graduated from high school. She got a golf scholarship to uh, Eastern Maryland Shore, nice. right? But she's at Eastlake playing, right? Right, right. The GM at Bears Best says, man, it's this girl at Eastlake that was playing. I would like to get to know her and uh, offer her an internship here at Bears Best. Kadar says, what's her name? He says, uh, Haley Fisher. He's like, oh, that's George's niece. He said, tell her that every summer she's in school, she can come here work an internship, get paid for it, and feel the prerequisites of what she has to have for school, right? You see how that happened? Just 
turnabout fair play, right? Game, set, match. Game, set, match, right? Yes. That's how it works. Beautiful, beautiful. Great example. <clears throat> One of the things that you and I know is that Metro Atlanta has grown. Mm-hmm. Metro Atlanta continues growing. And so for golfers who are traveling to Atlanta and or relocating to Atlanta, Mm -hmm. how do they get in touch with BOP? How do they reach out? And and again, it may be, can we play around? Are you all open? Absolutely. Or we are laying roots. Love to be a part of what you've established. Yep. How do they do that? I would say the easiest way is uh, we have a, uh, a public Facebook page. Requests access to that page, you know, kind of send us a message on, you know, we heard you on this or we're friends of this person and that person. We uh, one thing I will say, we don't take everybody. We need you to be a benefit, not just to the group, but to the masses. Right. You have to have the like mind. We're not just playing golf or we're not looking for guys to hustle a skin pot. Yes. 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 We're, we're, We're looking for folks that that love to play golf. Girls as well, women as well, but we're looking for people that has a vision, mm-hmm. right? That has networking principles mm-hmm. that don't mind saying, Hey man, let me help you with that. Yes. Let me open this door for you. And then we get on the golf course and we all can have a good time and talk our smack and, right. and, and lose a dollar a quarter. Right, right, right. You know, and, and, and gain the same. So that that's what we're looking for. But Brothers on Par, it's on Facebook. Just like that, we will uh, look at it and we'll bring you in and see, you know, if you fit the criteria. Not that you can get turned down, but we just want you to have a have a goal in mind when you come in to be a part of our organization. And, and I think I think the the listening community can, community can appreciate that you've built up a club of like-minded individuals and credibility is behind Mm -hmm. BOP right now. Um, It is also behind the individual members of that organization. Mm -hmm. So it, it stands to reason that for anyone who's looking to affiliate themselves with BOP, that that who you are as a person is much more important than who you are as a golfer. Absolutely. So it, absolutely makes sense to me. Well, George, we're grateful that you gave us some time today. Uh, Really, really excited about BOP um, and its evolution where it is. I know I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful to Kadar. I'm grateful to Carl, Terrell, those brothers that I've met and continue playing with. Um, We are excited and look forward to the listening community um, wrapping themselves around what we've talked about today. And and hopefully one or or many have drawn inspiration and and anticipate doing what you have done. So with that, um, as we always say, hit it straight from T to green. We are out. And before we leave, I want to give production support credit to the Digital Audio Recording Arts Department at the University of St. Francis in Joliet, Illinois. And special thanks to Canon Studios in Holly Springs, Georgia. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye.